Hi guys, welcome to Drama Rookies. We are your hosts Evita, Ahana and Svetlana. Take a break with us as we review your favorite K-dramas and discuss more about K-culture. Do follow us on Instagram at Drama Rookies for more updates on upcoming episodes and tell us which drama would you like to be reviewed next. Hi guys, we're back with our second episode. This one is But definitely a big one for us. Yeah, I agree it's a big one and like before we dive into it I want to know your serious thoughts on what you all felt about the first episode. I think like our name suggests we are rookies, you know, in the field of podcasting in the field of dramas. So we're just going to work 10 times harder till we, you know, excel in this and uh, that's all we can say. We are rookies, we're going to get there to being professional. <laughs> Please support us. Good save Evita, good save. Well put Evita. <laughs> I have to agree with you. Today we have the blockbuster drama of 2020. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Agreed. It was the go-to drama during the lockdown, apparently. So, Crash Landing onto You has been written by the amazing and legendary Park Ji Hoon, who has been the writer of these amazing Hallyu dramas such as My Love from Another Star, Legend of the Blue Sea, The Producers, and yet again she brings us this amazing across-the-border love story. You know, between two people. Yoon Seri and Lee Jong Hyuk and the one thing that i think everybody was captivated by was the cast because come on guys we have to admit oh, 100%. when Yoon Bin came out in that military costume playing Lee Jong Hyuk all of us were captured by it in the first episode itself oh man agreed on the <laughs> other hand we have Yoon Seri who is played by the amazing the very very gorgeous Sonia Jin Yoon Seri one day while paragliding crash lands into the DMZ <laughs> which is considered a freak accident and there she meets Lee Jong Hyuk who helps her and protects her while she is in North Korea he helps her get back to South Korea and while all this is happening of course guys they fall in love <laughs> they have this beautiful love story it's kind of like a bollywood movie so this is a formula that it's tried and tested and we love right you have this cross border love story you have amazing osts to support it you have two incredibly gorgeous people it's also like a lot of the drama set in switzerland so we have been primed from the 90s the last scene was honestly something out of a yash uh, yashraj film only because you have you know switzerland ke haseen wadia in the background you have hyunbin not in a double sweater but you know looking so gorgeous in the foreground oh my and then the like, gm mohammed's song oh needed like madan mohan ke compositions in the background and it is basically veer zara dude ahana <laughs> is literally fanning herself right now because she is imagining herself to be there with hyunbin <laughs> You know, I had so much prejudice going into this uh, drama because when I first heard the premise ki this South Korean lady, you know, because of a paragliding accident is in North Korea, I was like, "Kya banana hai? Kuch bhi kar rahe." You know, after watching the drama, despite I would say it's not perfect, but the the emotions are so beautiful. Unke unka relationship is so nice. Yeah. Honestly, you know, it's a great one-time watch. I too thoroughly enjoyed this drama, which is very unlike me. I mean, oh, yeah. even the second lead. Wow. Kim Jong Hyun with So Ji Hae guys they are the perfect second lead couple can they get together in real life please at <laughs> least them to be together chef's kiss i hope that they at least have a happy ending in real life yeah because in the drama i know oh my ooh, god ooh, i think oh let's really... not give away spoilers now oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just say 
we didn't like the way they ended up let's no. just leave it as yeah that. i yeah i agree because i really like sodan's character and you know just to give our yeah. listeners a bit of a background you know yunseri and region here yeah. begin to fall in love but region here has this long standing engagement with this other character that's played by uh, jihae and her name is sodan and she has been engaged to region here's character for 10 years and i think you know becomes that other woman and she's you know she's so dignified yeah. in the way she approaches the situation i wanted a happy ending for her i think i rooted so much for the yeah. second leads that by the end of the drama i couldn't care less about the main leads my heart was broken i yaar. agree <laughs> i'm i'm totally i'm totally on board with you with this sodan deserves what better what do you think Hashtag #justice for sodan <laughs> there was definitely solid chemistry between both the leads as in uh, hyunbin and sonye jin but we of course unexpectedly fall in love with the chemistry between the second leads in the second half of the show i would yeah, say yeah. it was unexpected yes, yes i loved it i was rooting for them and i was so glad they were done with their respective lead counterpart mm-hmm. r- love interest and everything unfortunately yeah. you know while yeah, we, before we even like get more into the relationships of it i think let's take a step back and talk about the characterization because you know yeah. guys when i honestly entered uh, crash landing i was genuinely you know like crossing my fingers hoping that seri is not going to be like every other k drama lead like oh pow pow and then like the whole you know like where she just every time you told us this on chat after every single episode every you know day <laughs> i was just like oh my god please 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 and then you see seri's character and she's badass okay she is a business yeah. woman she's got you know and i like the fact that she's you know like the, so the humor is very well placed in the show so that makes seri's character really relatable you know she's really cool man i would love to be friends with her in real life yeah I, definitely you know after the first episode after seeing her in her south korean chebol avatar when she you know element, happens like to find herself in north through. korea yeah she totally i mean her character kind of just blooms into this different person and we get to see this whole different side to that cold seri that we were introduced to initially and now we have this yeah. absolutely warmish person but she doesn't lose her personality in the process like she doesn't become yeah. a whole different person yeah. it's, it's just that you realize there was more to her and i think yeah, yeah I think for example agreed i just wanted to add this little anecdote you know uh, there was this one scene that she it goes on insisting that Uh, she was uh, the, a rich daughter in south korea and of course no one is buying it over there because <laughs> it's ridiculous for them yeah so you know sometimes exactly. she says such strange things but they're so hilarious like she says you know i never used to dine at anything and any restaurant which wasn't like didn't have a michelin star and everything and i used to eat only a bite of food and look at nice. me here i'm eating <laughs> i'm eating the rice that is stuck to the bottom of the vessel with sugar she can't believe it herself yet she's like hogging on it yeah i really really liked her characterization but i feel so that yunseri and then later yunseri like in the later episodes you know when they show her sitting and eating that chicken leg with so much interest <laughs> with her assistance i mean that shows the progress that she made from when she was eating one bite from a michelin star restaurant to when she was like gobbling up the yeah yeah i think it also kind of shows you know i think what uh, park jiun does well and why her dramas work is that she always writes very well rounded female leads a uh, chonis character in my love from another star and you look at seri's character they're funny they're spunky right. 
they love yeah. with a lot of intensity but they exactly. never lose yes they aren't they one dimensional sure. they aren't one dimensional yeah. and i love seri's character also because you know even at the end of it right while things yeah. obviously take a turn for the worse and there are a lot of difficult decisions she has to make you see that her hmm. character isn't motivated by love but love is you know helping her kind of get things helping her progress in life i did love the whole dynamic that seri has with the soldiers because it was so cute it was so it was enduring so oh man enduring. oh god that was the most beautiful relationship i have seen between like random yeah strangers. and i just i loved how she had a different relationship with each one of them yeah. and not just all of them as a whole like she had that banter yeah. thing going on with pyochi su and with yeah. the k drama loving soldier she had that whole uh stairway to heaven angle the actress in the end that is yeah. such a sweet oh i love that oh for him God. you know i was so, so teary watching that you know scene because it's just that you know they they have a lot of goodbyes that they do in the show but every time they do a goodbye it never felt overdone because i genuinely i think this is one show where i just couldn't care about the leads in the romance i just wanted to see more of you know series interactions yeah. with the with the other cast members so really this is park jihoon at her best just creating very realistic characters in fantastical situations well put avita what power the expectations right like with my love from another star we were like okay she cannot do better than this but then comes legend <laughs> of the blue sea the producers and now this and i'm like every one of them know to stand for themselves they know when they have to take a charge and like go for their man i mean yoon seri literally goes for her man in the end guys she runs to him in literal <laughs> uh, sense oh god i mean we can discuss the latter half of the show but yeah, i found I the first half at least the first few episodes were really set the pace and they were really interesting and yeah. i was totally engrossed i remember when it had just been released god, and i was like yes why is the episode not releasing and they were like there were times on the episodes were one week late and it was so frustrating at that point because that's how much the story hooked us that's how much the story was new and innovative right i mean that's what we want to see every time in k dramas yeah and i think in k dramas also when you see how north korea is portrayed this was like such an interesting yeah. uh, look into you know north korea because they're always shown and not just in k dramas but internationally also that you yeah. know it's a it's a completely terrible place to live and it still is it's not that it isn't but you see you know north yeah. korea's axis of evil but here you kind of see how life is there and even if it's i would say 60% accurate I like the fact that we got a different perspective. But one more character that deserves all the recognition is Ree Jong-hyuk. Yes. What do you guys think about him? I actually really liked Ree Jong-hyuk's character. I think um it's not very different from what we're used to with the kind of stoic lead who eventually warms up and finds love and is all warm and fuzzy on the inside. but you know it's just that his relationship with seri is so respectful it's so you know they have a beautiful kind of mutual understanding for the situation that they are in and they are trying to make it work so i just liked how there was a kind of maturity in the romance 
I don't know if it's because of the fact that these are older actors, you know, playing older characters that the relationship is so much more nuanced. There is a different level of, I would say, layer of romance. You know, it's not a fluffy piece altogether. They have a beautiful connection, and uh, I think this is, you know, Hyunbin's best work. He is a good actor, but uh, I think with um, with this character, he just kind of reminds all of us as to why he is Hyunbin, this kind of king. of romance in a way i totally agree man i mean every scene of his you know even when he was just staring into the camera nothing said there were these raw emotions that he was portraying right talking about ri jung hyuk as a character as evita pointed out earlier he is definitely modeled on the lines of a typical k drama hero he is the knight in shining armor who swoops in to save seri just in the right moments in his stoic no nonsense ways but you know we also explore or a more caring side about him uh, he listens to yun seri go on about first world countries and what all she's missing out in life and he actually thinks about it he isn't just like okay i heard it now i don't care about it he actually goes to the black market and gets her all the stuff that she needs yes that is so sweet yeah you can just tell that you know she's been on his mind and other than that i feel hyun ben has done a great job because his character doesn't have too many dialogues hmm. but he is still able to portray so much through his character so yeah i do have this favorite scene that we can you know talk about now it's these beautiful stolen glances that ri jong hyuk has of yun seri and my favorite being that of the clam muscle scene when the little soldier troop tells seri that the best way to have soju is to have it in that shell hmm. and she's just enjoying it and there's this lovely stolen glance on the side and you can see yun bin's little dimple and i was just <laughs> i was it was at this moment that absolutely melting melted into a puddle <laughs> but you know yeah, to be fair i just want to point out that with this writer i find that in most of her dramas it is the female or it's the heroine who is the lead mm-hmm. as opposed to the hero because um, we find that usually all of the male leads are faultless to an extent they are you know absolutely perfect and they are like fighters and they have uh, you know a loving sense about them mm-hmm. so in that way he doesn't have that kind of depth that series character has but yeah, yeah definitely a great supporting kind of role for seri and i think that is the one thing that jiun um, does well where she focuses on relationships and building that and she doesn't require external factors to move the story along and that's what i really liked about so many of the characters as we will get into yes. it you know where each of the characters motivations have stayed true from the beginning to the end you know i have never felt like one character did a 180 and has completely regressed every character from even like the extras to the cameos to right at the with the main leads you know there's been a beautiful kind of growth you learn new information every single time and for all the fan girls out there just putting this out that guys kim so hyun has a cameo in this show and that yeah, too a very was... funny one so i think you all should watch out for that it was so random guys i had to like look into why cameo that kim so hyun does i think ahana you were telling me that 
it's from this film secretly greatly <laughs> something that's right yeah it's from this really popular 2013 or 2014 film called secretly greatly and kim so hyun is kind of uh, taken on the character that he played in that film of this uh, highly trained super cool north korean spy who is here to infiltrate south korea and the intelligence but his cover here is this simpleton so we do see you know we see his character in crash landing on you where when he's addressing the north korean soldiers he is all figured out who they are and he knows their mission but when he's addressing the owner of that shop he's all simple and he's like i'm not understanding what's happening i'm just going to run along <laughs> so yeah we see an interesting take there yeah it was very smart of the writer yeah. to kind of do that um, you know integration i mean i was very surprised to see kim soyeon but he's been doing all these random cameos you know from the- to hotel but guys even though it's like random i am very much all in for him doing the cameos <laughs> he enters the scene and my life brightens up and to move to the next you know, person that brightens up uh, swetlana's screen that is um sungjun guys one of the other sungjun has my heart my soul my everything <laughs> i think not only him right it's the second lead couple as a whole hmm. it's because they are not one i feel like you cannot differentiate one character from another they they are these two beautiful people who have come together in the start they both had their different storylines they were related to one was related to yoon seri one was related to lee jong hyuk but at the end of the day you know they show them coming together and that too it's flowed so beautifully it's not yeah. forced nothing is like out of the way hmm. so i think that is one relation which broke my heart in the end they gave her character so much pain in the end you know it was honestly it was so painful to watch because i was rooting for her i really wanted her to get that happy ending you know but uh, just really really sad and she yeah. deserved it i mean she deserved every bit of that happy ending but like they stole it from her and they just forced it in the other way and i didn't like that part about the drama because i feel yeah. there were some happy endings in the drama that was so forced that was not required because see i am not like bashing any couple per se but the first lead couple when they come together versus the second lead couple when they are like hmm, the plausibility the way the first of... lead couple yeah yeah agreed you yeah you know but this, before we deep dive into this i just wanted to understand what was this whole long engagement about i mean who's engaged to anyone for 10 years avita oh gosh okay so i found that really odd okay and i started and i basically did what i do best and that's just kind of like deep dived research into it the way uh, the, the way the military serve this works in north korea and south korea they have compulsory military service ever since the division has happened so in south korea for men it's compulsory to serve 2 years in the military and usually that's from the ages of like 18 to 29 like you have to have to serve in north korea the military service lasts for 10 to 13 years so essentially when Lee Jong-hyuk perhaps entered the oh army god, that that's when... heartbreaking yeah so that's when the engagement happened and like arranged marriages are very very common in north korea so it's not uncommon for an arranged marriage to happen but you know the 10 year gap is because of the fact that so many of the men have to serve in the army and i hate that they did her yeah, dirty yeah. you know like they even like tried to turn her into a villain when she clearly was not even close Agreed, to 
but i'm glad that they broke that character arc of the second yeah. lead always pining after the lead and gave her her own storyline and you mm-hmm. know she kind of came into her own uh, in the second half of the show yeah. and the same with our uh, song joon in fact the great actor kim jong hyun who's played song joon i have to say that he has proven himself time and again what with different genres like welcome to wakiki he was absolutely hilarious oh, there and <laughs> yeah any actor who's played the lead card already would be willing to do a second lead role but i'm glad he did because he brought so much to the role and yeah. we got to see a whole different side of our lovable corman in the show while we have a very i would say a wholesome second lead when you look at the other characters right the soldiers who were the best comic relief of the show i absolutely absolutely love the dynamic that seri has with the soldiers you know that are a part of um, rejon hyuk's um, team and you know so there were some like beautiful moments right like you have the youngest undong who's 16 17 mm. years old he's a baby you know and, the- and you have like chopinsu who's like very um, you know who's at sakal stage you know i'm a tough guy but is actually a marshmallow and you have the k drama addict and you have the other idol looking guy i absolutely loved the dynamic i think it was such a lovely um, dynamic to show especially for seri because you could see that she warmed up so much to them you know by the end of the yeah. series where i really think for me the highlight of the drama was all the relationship she made in north korea you know it just moved more from I the romance like, yeah and you know for yoon seri we have seen the progress right like in the starting episode, episodes we have seen yunseri make a point where she is like i am not close to my family hmm. and they are not people whom i consider close but then coming to north korea and all of a sudden sudden getting close to these north korean soldiers making a relationship with them i mean they are not related by blood but yeah. that relationship that they have is so beautiful and she has a different connection with every one of them hmm. and i think one scene that i really want to like say it out here scene you know when all these the soldier troop has come to south korea they are searching for Rijong Hyuk and they're in a convenience store and they have like a fight and they're running away all are just like running away and then Jun Seri gets down from the car and they share a hug and that mm. is the most purest form of relationship i have seen ever true true yeah for sure i really like her relationship with this this whole uh, gang of soldiers and my personal favorite being her relationship with jumok he had such an unusual role he was like the north korean in house translator for all south korean slang anecdotes mm-hmm. etc and you know he had such a distorted version <laughs> of what actually happens what with him talking about amnesia as if every second person who returns from anywhere is hit by one wave of amnesia at least and the whole uh, you know south koreans kiss each other to avert any kind of dangerous and awkward situations oh, yeah. that you know it was hilarious but it planted the right idea in rejong hyuk's mind so i will give him yeah. marks for that yeah yeah i'm you know i'm so glad that uh, he got a chance to meet the stairway to heaven actress cheji yeah i know i was so happy for him he, that's all he dreamed yeah. of 
I really want to give a shout out to Manbok who despite working for the villain was always rooting for our leads yeah. you know he was considered the mole the one who's always eavesdropping and he, he was pretty low in the whole north korean hierarchy as well the, mm-hmm. in that little town itself i found that the way that he started actually rooting for our leads and how you know he actually was later on able to be a part of their lives in the south korean uh, bit of the story i think that was really beautiful i, I think, think now yeah. that you have pointed that out there is this one more scene his son you know who is like not taken in the group of all these kids of the town the first time yunseri sees him being bullied she goes up to him and she tells him that you know what it's okay if you don't have friends because it's good to be lonely rather than you know to be hurt by people and mm. that really true. left a mark because that was so true and okay i think with this small guy we have to have to talk about this another circle that is formed the circle that is supporting yunseri through her every point in life right and we see the progression that also happens with yunseri in this part because she makes a beautiful relationship with these ajummas where in the mm-hmm. end they do protect her from the police guys who come to arrest her i found the ajummas really kind of personified the fan girls and all of us <laughs> i mean the way they were after <laughs> rejong here they just they all wanted to talk to him or to have something to do with him or to give him some food from their house mm-hmm. and then when songjun moved into that neighborhood it was the same story <laughs> and i think what yunseri's time in, in north korea does is such a stark contrast to her in south korea because in the north korean side right she is completely helpless she's she doesn't have control over what's going to happen in the south korean side she's got so much control but you see that what she cannot control is that love the affection what she wants what she really really needs and i think you know that kind of juxtaposition is so bittersweet which uh, is just the hallmark of you know uh, park jeon's writing she really knows how to show these stark contrasts in a way that leaves you as an audience completely mesmerized like yunseri's relationship with her mother is not explored in k dramas they're always seen as at nurturing caring nagging which is very similar to like sodan's mother it was very interesting that you could see that you know these are two very strong independent women but how their experiences have shaped them you know sodan is relatively calm about a lot of things but then you have yunseri who kind of overcompensates by having to always put on this front that i am a boss bitch so it's very interesting to see these little, little nuances that uh, you know both the families have i love sodan's family if uh, you've seen parasite you see a couple of familiar faces there as well oh yes so you know it it was a welcome change you know i really liked her family especially towards the end where her mother is so supportive of sodan's decision because it must be hard you know like to see to see someone that you love go through that kind of pain i can't even imagine you know what i really found refreshing about their characters uh, sodan's mother and her uncle was that they were in complete contrast to the rural folk of north korea they were compensating by being dramatic theatrical and everything you can imagine with you with uh, bright colored clothes and red lipstick so i think Sodan's mother's style and her constant banter with her brother is what stood out for me and it made the North Korean bit of the show even more interesting. Uh definitely they did play up the caricatureness of uh, Sodan's family for a comedic effect. 
which i think was required it it just brought in a kind of a nice breather because especially in the later episodes where you know it's getting so intense with um, you know the entire situation getting uh, yunseri back to south korea it was a you know a palate cleanser that's that's well put evita i think our final takeaway from the two families and how they're contrasting is that no matter where you are be it north korea south korea anywhere in the world uh it's about the people ultimately yeah i don't know what one's image is of north korea but you know you will find nice people in the worst of places and mm. you will find absolute I demons agree, yeah. where you least expect them and i think I think the show kind of echoes that thought you know when you come to think about it does crash landing onto you kind of romanticize the idea of north korea and i think the show is in a way a very interesting socio you know political story like a like a type of study <laughs> into you know north korea south korea yeah. the reason why i want to talk about cloy in a more socio political sense you know is because when you look at the current south korean ideology um the president uh, moon jae in you know his entire political ideologies have been about the re- reunification in fact park ji yoon the writer of the show has been awarded as the person of the year because of her work in reunification and spreading that message of peace and freedom i'm not suggesting you know that uh, this is a politically motivated show but it comes at a very interesting time in you know the south and north korean politics where you're seeing a show that's offering an extremely humane perspective of north korea i think it's interesting to see this perspective even filmed because obviously like you know i was reading accounts of the production designer and the props manager and they were talking about how they had virtually no material to build upon because it was so difficult to get access into north korea kind of a way for the younger generation of south koreans to understand perhaps what korea would have been you know for their grandparents because their grandparents remember korea as one country and not divided so maybe you know the romanticization while is apparent i don't think they overdo it i guess in a way this drama is a very realistic a uh, look into what an everyday life would look like what the everyday life of a usual rurally settled north korean would look like and i feel the anecdotes that they've used especially you know the little cellar where they store their kimchi mm-hmm. or the fact that they don't have much of technology and they have to use you know um, very old traditional methods uh, to heat their food and things like that i don't think uh, they could have come up with that without actually speaking with defectors and having ref- and having that sort of reference but uh, with all of this they have definitely ignored and left out and not addressed the elephant in the room which is the political aspect and that's all we've heard about with regard to north korea so they have conveniently left out a very important point but then again it's a k drama we can't expect everything from it and this is exactly what we signed up for with this drama if they also chose to show the darker perspectives that kind of feel good warmth giving that clean slate would not work so though there is a lot of political you know socio political issues and all of that that we can talk about and i think we should have a totally different episode where we talk about all of this yeah for sure But, that's a yeah. whole other topic you know region here goes to save yunseri and he gets shot in the back okay and it's a, it's like oh my god 
now what next episode he is being operated okay lying on his back but they taking the bullet out of his chest this is just one instance it can kind of remove you from that immersive experience of you know k drama and see this is me nitpicking also because i can look for these kind of things i you know it's it's kind of like an automatic setting that i do tend to look for it regardless of these things you know i think that with crash landing they have done some beautiful stuff you know like edit wise one of my favorite scenes is when rejon hyuk is playing piano at his house and then the background just you know kind of morphs into these haseen wadiya of switzerland whenever there were scenes set in north korea they were rather muted and a little washed out if you will yeah. but then cut to the contrast with south korea they were much bolder saturated colors like you knew it was an assault to your senses you could tell you're in a different location not yeah. just because of the composition but because of how you perceived it mm-hmm. and then of course there was the scenic switzerland but we have to still applaud the osts that were there every one of them right from the start of the episodes to the end i would actually have to disagree with you there you know uh, svetlana because i feel like with crash landing there there are two songs i really like one was flower by yunmire and the other is photo of my mind by uh, song gain who is a very popular trot singer because i felt like the osts you know the thing about k dramas is that you know people don't realize how important the osts serve to the drama it really makes or breaks it i think the biggest takeaway for me from this drama was that love can be found in the waiting and i'm sounding like a hopeless romantic right now but oh god a way to keep love alive <laughs> i have these two scenes that just come to my mind when you you know talk about this point and my god these two scenes so one of the scenes is when lee jong hyuk goes home and he happens to look on his bookshelf and he finds that yun seri has rearranged the book to code a message of i love you and i thought that was that was so that was so pure and uh, yeah. the other scene being the other scene being the one where uh, ri jong hyuk finds himself in south korea and uh, they the two have a moment alone and they're just uh, having a drink and sort of hanging out together and then you know once they once they are uh, sufficiently tipsy and the truth starts <laughs> spilling out the little picture they paint about the future they'd want with each other mm-hmm. oh my god it was yeah. uh, the hopeless romantic as you pointed out in me that kind of screamed you know as yeah. much as i was a scene that i remember has to be when song jun is driving the car ri jong hyuk and yoon seri are sitting behind and he very casually just looks at yunseri and he goes like where is the ring that i gave you and yunseri looks at rejon hyuk and she says oh you know the watch i got for you it's with the ring i sold the ring that songjun gave me and i got you the watch and oh my god the look on his face is priceless <laughs> because that guy had actually spent his own money in getting that ring <laughs> and then by the end of the scene they both get like kuchiku at the end of the car and this guy is just like okay so i'm just an uber driver now thanks for promoting <laughs> yeah. me to that position what a handsome uber driver yaar Oh yes please five stars as much as i loved all of the scenes between the leads like uh, the 
when she stitched that little heart on his jacket and uh, Hyun Bin's whole makeover scene, my favorite scene from the more mature side of Ahana. I present to you the plant scene. Guys, that plant scene when she plants that little tomato plant in his backyard and she tells him that, uh, you know, just go and say 10 kind or sweet words to the plant and watch it grow and watch it bloom. I I just felt like it resonated so much with life itself because wow. ultimately, aren't we all just a product of what we face in life, our experiences, the people we encounter? I oh I God, honestly I that scene was I can't that believe scene Ahana was beautiful. This, I have goosebumps every time. Do you have goosebumps I too? Little, I think I fell in love with Ahana a little bit right now. Like Ahana, <laughs> should I call you uh, me now? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so very quickly, I think my favorite scene, and it it kind of makes me a little emotional as well is when Undong is in South Korea and, you know, they're all like shopping using Yoon Seri's like black credit card. And um, he, you know, they're buying all these things and stuff. And, you know, he doesn't know what he wants, but he sees these group of, you know, high schoolers and he sees the uniform that they're wearing. And he points at that and he says, I want that uniform. And then he's so happy because in the drama, he's like 16, 17 years old. But yeah. Yeah. This really and breaks my heart. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Like, I really just cried in that scene only because I was just so touched by how pure that scene is. So for me, it's not a big scene, but uh, do we think that this drama crash landed or it sold high? I think this drama crash landed. See, despite the fact that there is this kind of soft romanticism that they've done of the political situation between the two countries, I like this drama, but it's a very one-time watch for me. It's not something that I will keep going back to. It's something that I can appreciate. I do think it set a benchmark on these kind of cross-border stories. I love the acting. I love a lot about it. It's got a lot of heart. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's really not like a top-tier drama, you know, guys. Like, we, I can name five dramas that I know are better in terms of a lot of, a lot of the things, you know, that we've discussed. So, for me, my brain definitely recognized all the cliches and the tropes that uh, our writer Nim was using in this drama. But honestly, my heart literally inhaled each and every scene. I know I saw there were cliches like the whole first snow angle, the whole uh, present text angle, but I absolutely loved it. I found there was something so endearing about it. It felt familiar, yet it had like a fresh twist. So I was happy with it and uh, definitely a big recommend for first time viewers. And it definitely soared high for me. What about you, Svetla? And you know my weak spot right now, right? We have spoken about it from the start of the episode to the last minute. My weak spot is going to be the second lead. I'm going to keep skipping to their parts just to watch them. And I'm going to keep watching the drama again and again, guys. Oh my god. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of Drama Rookies. Hope you all enjoyed it. Do follow us on Instagram at Drama Rookies for similar content. And we look forward to seeing you next Thursday.